You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge. Tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. What is normal anymore? Define normal, said everybody living right now in the age of Aquarius. Have you guys heard that phrase? Tossed around on Instagram and in the new age spiritual world. Age of Aquarius. Aquarius and the Zodiac is the black sheep. I always say they are the Steve Jobs, the guy who invented a glass case that would instantly send a text message across the world and everybody looked at him like, what? You want to invent what? Yeah, okay, good luck with that, friend. (laughs) But he did. And it changed the course of humanity forever and continues to do so. That is big Aquarius energy, turning the weird into the normal. So this podcast is inspired both by the last episode where I talked about being lucky and lonely, the feeling of isolation and feeling like you don't have a tribe, you don't have a friend group, you feel disconnected from your family because your beliefs are so conflicting. That is big Aquarius energy that we're all feeling Aquarius energy is artificial intelligence. Aquarius rules the internet. And all of the feedback and the emails I got from last week's episode are incredible in a sad way. Because when I posted that, oh, I had to just go for a long walk after and think, oh my God, what did I just share with so many people? And I even woke up at like 5 a.m. the next morning, like, oh my God, I need to go delete it. This is so embarrassing. This is so embarrassing, but it turns out I am not alone. I received text messages, emails, DMs on Instagram, still to this day, two weeks later. There's so many people saying me too. And it's kind of like that weird sense of safety you get when you share a hashtag me too sexual abuse story. And then everybody chimes in of me too, me too. It's like, whoa, okay, I feel comfort and solace and the fact that I'm not alone but also what the fuck how is this normal you know I pride Lightworkers Lounge on being very age of Aquarius my podcast is so weird it's just so different from all of the people who are my peers in this quote-unquote spiritual industry I, I don't have advertisers nor do they even reach out to me anymore because my episodes are so just not normal I'm not here to be a teacher. I'm not here to sell you anything. I'm just here to move you by sharing experiences and stories. I'm not a teacher. I'm not going to get up here and say, the five reasons you should go have an oracle reading. That's not what I came here to do. I came here to be real. Real human experiences. Tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. So let's talk about what's normal. I've got so many things in my life that I have to accept as normal. And I forget just how wildly different they are until I go immerse myself in society (laughs) and say, whoa, my life is pretty damn different. Um, I've lived in over 50 Airbnbs in the last two years. My normal is living in Airbnbs, in sublets, week stays, two week stays. This is my normal. And I'm not alone in this. 
If people aren't bouncing around from Airbnb to Airbnb because they refuse to sign a year lease at some cookie-cutter factory farm-style apartment complex, nothing against those. I think they're very lovely, but I just can't. Then they're living out of a van. They're living out of a motorhome. They're building a tiny house, a shipping container house, living off-grid, building their own home with their own hands and using YouTube to figure out how to. This is the age of Aquarius. This is the new normal. People want to grow their own food and know where it comes from. Have you seen like the sourdough trend? We've jumped on that train. We make our own bread at home. Three ingredients. So simple. If you guys follow me on Instagram at Stephanie's underscore destiny, you see that we have a lettuce grow garden tower that we grow our own food, even living out of Airbnbs, jumping around between them every month or two. We're growing our own food through a hydroponic garden tower system because we don't, I mean, you can go buy organic food at the grocery store, but it touches so many hands. It travels so far. Void of nutrients, right? What better way than to grow it on your own? People are more interested in gardening. Not only is this age of Aquarius stuff, but this is also the nodes, the north and south node just shifted into Taurus and Scorpio. North node, spiritual purpose, guiding star, moving into Taurus, gardening, homesteading, being grounded, using less resources to feel more security, and letting go of Scorpio, the south node, or the, is the things we need to let go of. Scorpio has very much, and this is coming from your eighth house stellium, Scorpio, moon, and Venus, girl, control issues, power issues, me, myself, and I, and I'm not sharing because I don't trust anyone. Right? That is very much, I don't know about other countries, but this is American culture. We've got so much abundance, grocery stores with an entire aisle dedicated to pastas, and yet we have some of the highest numbers of homelessness and kids going to bed hungry every night. That is very Scorpio energy of I'm so hurt by humanity that I don't trust anyone. Therefore, I'm hoarding all of my resources, all of my money for just me and my one or two people that I do love and I do trust that won't betray me. Instead of looking at things from a very collective standpoint of, well, I have a I have a skill at making sourdough bread and my friend has a skill at growing lettuce so we're going to barter and exchange. That's big. North and south node and Taurus and Scorpio energy. And that's becoming the new norm. Is there a farmer's market near you? We always find a farmer's market everywhere we travel and go. They're packed. They're so full. There's so many tables of everything from homemade all-natural Bath and Beauty products to fresh breads to bone broth to local meats, local cheeses, just people who make things in their kitchen. You know, we went to a farmer's market here in 30A, Florida Panhandle, and I went to go buy a beautiful loaf of sourdough olive bread from a woman. And she said, hey, just so you know, I forgot to add my little labels to the breads that say I make them at home in my kitchen so it's not FDA cleared or like looked after by the state to make sure it's clean and passes an inspection, just so you know. And I was like, dude, that's why I'm buying it. I hope there's a dog hair in this because that really tells me it was made with love. It was made at home. Maybe your kids helps you make it. That's the type of energy I want in my food that I put in my body. Whoa, that is big North Node and Taurus and Age of Aquarius energy. 
That's what we're craving. That's the new norm. You know, JL's not here to speak on this, so I don't want to go into detail about it too much. But co-parenting, we are in a co-parenting situation here. I love his little boys. They feel like my own. But we're not normal. We don't live next door to them or in the same town as them. Therefore, we don't see them every weekend or even every other weekend. And we are one of a million. Co-parenting is very interesting right now. I don't have children of my own, but I do have a front row seat to a lot of friends who have children, my partner who has children, and the whole parenting dynamic is really, really shifting. It's a very interesting thing that I would love to bring on JL or somebody else with children who's co-parenting to talk about. We've even thought of starting a co-parenting support group here in the Florida Panhandle just to talk about our experiences because We've got the older generation telling us we need to live in the same town, see them every weekend, but that's not what a lot of people are doing, and that's all I'll say on that because I know it is a touchy subject, and I want the people who are involved to be here to speak on it, but it's different. It's changing. That environment and that climate is totally changing, and to extend off of that, I think a lot of blended families or even regular families that have friends who become their soul family. You know, my best friend has a daughter and she feels like my blood relative when she's not. These are my soul family. So the term family being biological people, biologically related to you, is going out the window. And now our best friends feel like our brothers and sisters. Elders that we meet walking in the forest or on the beach and we see every day at the dog park become our mothers and our fathers when they're biologically not, but they feel more like a safe, loving mother or they feel more like a protective, instilling confidence father. So the whole thing around family is completely shifting as well. We talked about family, we talked about children, we've talked about food, we've talked about housing. Everything is so different. And of course, the COVID pandemic has just highlighted this and kind of added a boost of a rocket power to it to just really take off. But you guys have felt it. You know what I'm talking about. Things are changing. What's weird is now becoming normal. Everything that we once raised our brow to and said was so weird, I don't get it, I don't understand, is becoming normal. We are now bringing our birth charts to therapy sessions to talk about our stardust DNA. Hey, it looks like my Chiron is in cancer. I have a wound with settling down. I have a wound with family. Can we incorporate this into my therapy? Yes, absolutely. Right? Whereas before astrology may have been looked at as witchcraft. People are combining Christianity and spirituality in a beautiful way, right? A lot of people, let's talk about relationships. A lot of people are getting married later, having children later in life, and that used to be weird. Just 20, 30, 40 years ago, people would say, what, you're having a child in your 30s? Oh my gosh, it's gonna be deformed. (laughs) And you know, but now that's normal. I think a lot of our generation, I'm born in 88, are saying, Like, I had this realization myself. When I was married, I was 27, I thought, well, maybe I should start trying for a child. But then I thought, wait, I'm a child. Why would I have a child? When in reality, no, I was old enough, more than old enough. And even now at 33, I still feel like, oh my gosh, I am way too young to be a child. 
are to have a child because I have a child. But that's not true. We just feel forever young. But this is what's weird is becoming normal. Relationships. It was before it was normal to what? Say it with me. Come on, let's recite it. Go to college, graduate, get engaged, get married, have a child, buy a house, build a house. Do everything backwards. The age of Aquarius is asking us to do everything backwards. Meet someone, have a baby. I say that lightly, please. I don't want to have more co-parenting support groups. <laughs> but meet someone, right? If we meet someone and we fall in love and a year later we're pregnant, that doesn't mean, oh, they had a baby out of wedlock. Oh, no, that's terrible. They're doomed. Statistically, sometimes they are. But the age of Aquarius is saying, actually, we're not because we are calm and mature talking about our triggers and our past wounds. Therefore, yes, we had a child before we were married or lived together, but we're navigating all of this territory with a very level head. So look at us go. And we're very, very happy. And we're having a baby. And then we're saying, hey, do you want to get married? Yeah, but I don't want to get the government involved. And how about we elope on top of a mountain or at the beach at sunrise? Yeah, with the justice of the peace. Maybe my sister marries us. Maybe my brother does. I don't want to sign government papers. Do you want to take my last name? Nah, I'm good. But yes, we are devoted and committed to each other. Age of Aquarius. That's becoming the norm. Destination weddings are how many weddings do you see? Trashing the dress, hiking up a mountain with a beautiful white lace gown and hiking boots and then getting married up there. And then, hey, should we buy a house together? No, let's build one. Let's buy land and build one out of shipping containers. <laughs> and they lived happily ever after. This is the age of Aquarius. And we've got a lot of people who don't like this change. because Not because they don't agree with it. Deep down, they really don't care. But it's just when things change, they become scary. Because that all of a sudden means we don't know what the future holds. Right? And this is the age of Aquarius. So if you feel like you're far behind or you're running out of time or that your life just looks so different from everyone else, leading you to feel like you're isolated and not accepted and uh, you're right on track. And if your life looks backwards or it looks really different or it didn't turn out the way it quote unquote should have, the way your parents wanted it to, pat yourself on the fucking back. Because you're here doing exactly what all of us reincarnated to do. To make the weird normal. To make our world a more understanding, empathetic place. To understand that just because someone has different beliefs than us doesn't mean there's conflict. It just means, well, we agree to disagree on that subject, but I still got love for you. I still want to see you eat. I still want to see you alive, thrive. I'll still help you if I see you on the side of the street bleeding. I'll still pick you up, even if we don't agree on some things. That's okay. That's the true test of the human experience, right? So just thought I'd pop on here, say hello to you guys, spend a few minutes on the airwaves with you. Isn't it cool? We're connected right now through a satellite. If you're listening to this at nighttime, look up. If you see a satellite, isn't it wild to imagine that here in my living room where I can see the Gulf of Mexico and the sun is setting and it's so beautiful today and palm trees are swaying out my window in the wind that you are here through that little satellite. What in the Aquarius is coming out of my mouth? Speaking of Aquarius and Taurus and Scorpio, if you guys want a birth chart reading, 
I'm obsessed with astrology, and it's so cool that I can call myself an astrologer. So please go to lightworkers-lounge.com. Click on birth chart readings. Pick whichever one you want. You get the basic birth chart reading, your sun, moon, rising. The advanced birth chart reading where you talk about all of your planets. We've got the synastry reading. Ooh, that's where you got to spend a couple of hours with me where I compare your chart to a loved one's, whether it's your child or your romantic partner, your spouse, maybe your parents, just to see the strengths and weaknesses of the relationship. Lightworkers-lounge.com. That's all I have for today. I hope you guys are well. Hey, speaking of Aquarius, have you guys been feeling like your nervous systems are just fried or shot? Have you been feeling like a lot of pressure in your head and your body just feels dense? My eye has been twitching for like two weeks and I cut out caffeine, still didn't go away. And I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. I feel like I'm more affected by the weather. Just my body and my senses are so heightened and sharp. I don't know what it is, but Maybe these are physical symptoms when you're going through a dramatic emotional shift, a graduation of sorts. Ooh, do you guys want to hear something juicy before we go? Last night, I had one of the most symbolic dreams ever. I love dream symbolism. You guys can go back in the archives and find a whole podcast episode on dream symbolism. I had, what's her name? Oh, Teresa Chung. There she is. Here's her book. She came on the podcast And I dropped the book to talk about dream symbolism. But last night, get this, I had a dream that a group of Native Americans, men and women, old and young, in their headdress, just dressed to the nines, powerful, beautiful, approached me, a big tribe of them. And they just looked at me and like the oldest chief looked at me and said, are you ready to stop running? Are you done running away? And I looked at him with just like the most serious look in my eyes. And I said, yes, I am. And then he handed me these two really long sticks. I have no idea if this is an actual instrument. So if you do, please write to me. But these two very long, skinny sticks. And I just grabbed them and knew exactly what to do with them. They were like instruments. And then this whole tribe of Native Americans started walking with me as if we were walking down the road in a parade. And I just started playing these two super like three, four foot long skinny sticks. I just started playing them with the other people playing music. And it sounded like a sound bowl, a very like enticing vibration. I don't know how else to describe it. but And then we just started marching down the road together playing music. Wild, right? So... I have my dream dictionary from Teresa, and I want to look up music with you guys, live on air. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Muffin. Museum. Here we go. Many of the world's greatest composers claim that they heard their greatest works while dreaming or immediately after waking. Hmm... Mystics talk of the music of the spheres, the ethereal music that symbolizes the harmony of the universe. In dreams, music represents harmony and the creative potential. Your dream music can also express the emotions you are currently feeling in waking life. Is the tone happy, sad, angry, or threatening? If the music you hear is discordant, it may suggest that your creative potential isn't being expressed. Hearing music in your dreams generally has positive connotations. Music is a healing balm to the soul, and as you are listening to it in your dream, 
you may be connected to the wonderful, creative spirit or flow of life, suggesting a degree of inner harmony and emotional expression. Ooh. The type of music that features in your dreams may have significance, especially if it was music you do not usually listen to in waking life. I definitely listen to sound bowls. Who does it? To see musical instruments in your dream suggests an anticipation of fun and pleasure in your waking life. Ooh. If you were playing an instrument, the choice of instrument will also be significant. If you're playing drums, are you trying to drum up support for something or someone? Or is the dream suggesting that something needs to be drummed into your head? Ooh. Piano keys... Finally, dreams of playing instruments may simply be encouraging you to nurture a real-life talent for music. Ba-ba-na-na. I want to make beats so bad. Wow. I think I just had epiphany with you guys. Isn't dream symbolism so cool? If you guys are wondering what book I'm reading, it's called The Dream Dictionary from A to Z by Teresa Chung, C-H-E-U-N-G. And I will put it in the bio as well. So... There's my note. Go to bed early tonight. Force yourself to and really ask your guides, your angels, to send you dream symbolism to help you along your path. All right. This has been the most Aquarius-themed podcast episode I've ever recorded. But hey, my midheaven, what I'm supposed to do for a career is an Aquarius. So I think I'm living up to it. I love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with me. And I'll see you when I see you. Bye.